Yeah, I'm ready. You good? Yep. Welcome to the Chocolate and Vanilla Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Hugh Breland, sitting next to the beautiful... Alicia Watson, affectionately. You sound like you had to pause for a minute on that. I'm just saying, like. (laughs) I call you chocolate so much (laughs) that I did pause on it. It's all good. Doesn't mean I'm pausing on you. I'm just. It's all good. Listeners, we're having fun in the podcast studio right now. It's like all good. (laughs) Oh, I'm low key flipping her off. So, all right. So, uh, anyways, it's. Vanilla and chocolate, <laughs> and uh, we're glad you're here today. We're going to disrupt your day yes. in a good way and uh, have some authentic conversation about what matters. Yes. Hey, um, before we dive in too far, though, uh, speaking of what matters, uh, a little segment I like to call <laughs> buy or sell. Woo-hoo. Yeah, buy or sell. So, chocolate, buy or sell New Year's resolutions. <laughs> oh, man. I am going with sell them damn New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, let me tell you. Okay. Why do people say they're going to lose weight at the start of the new year? And we create all these keto diets and Atkins and yep. blah, blah, blahs and the chocolate and vanilla diets, you know, all the things, <laughs> hey, right? don't tell people. I mean, hey. We need people to buy that diet. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you come up with all these diets and then you do it for like two or three weeks. Right. And then you're like, you're done. You're like back at max weight. Right. Like, you know what, Hugh? I'm not, I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the, the uh, New Year's resolutions. I'm selling them. Like, selling on yeah. the resolutions. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think on the buy or sell for me, I would, uh, I would buy a New Year's word if oh. you had a word for the year. Okay. And I have a word for the year, but I'm not gonna share it. Yes, I have one too. I'm not sharing mine yet either. All right. Well, I mean. We, we can share it. We're already in the year. No, no, no. But, okay, you can wait till mid-year to share Yeah, I'll wait till mid-year. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, Valentine's Day. Anyways. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah. So, anyways, I'd buy a New Year's word, but a New Year's resolution, I have uh, my own life and in other people's lives, I have watched that become uh, more guilt and shame and uh, disappointment. Mm. than a healthy situation. So, yes, I think a lot of people want the reward. They just don't want the routine. I agree. I agree. Man, that's good. Man. All right. Speaking of, let's dive into what matters. Let's dive in, Hugh. Today's uh, thought process, we're going to talk about generosity. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, this is an uncomfortable uncomfortable topic. Uh Uh-oh. People think we're going to be raising money on the the podcast. (laughs) We're not. We're, we're not. not. <laughs> but we're not afraid if you no, want we're not. to write a check. <laughs> at Hugh Breeland <laughs> at Watson Chocolate. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Make it out. Make out the check. Um, and actually, you know what's funny is people can have us come out and speak. Mm-hmm. Um, they can... You know, they can hire us to uh, come and yeah. do a live podcast yeah. or just to speak to their organization. Yeah, all the things. All the things. Yeah. Um, and we book our own selves. We don't have a booking agent. We don't have a booking agent because we ball on a budget. <laughs> we ball on a budget. Yeah. So. How but, can they book us, you? 
at, at you breathing and at, at Watson chocolate. That's it's <laughs> we we keep New Year's easy. It's, it's, it's real simple. So, um, so I love yeah. the fun that we have together. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so, anyways, speaking of generosity and uh, how everybody's going to now be calling or sending us. DM, yeah, DMing us. Yes, I think it's what the kids call. Yeah, it. that's what they call it. Um, here we go. Uh, generosity. It's not what you have; it's what you do with what you have. Mm, I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, if you like it so much, talk about it. Oh man, one of the things that I think about is uh, what does generosity look like, right? Okay. So it's not what you have; it's what you do with what you have. But then, what does that even look like? Okay. Cause you know, for me, I know that people when you when you hear generosity, people instantly go to money. Yes. Like I mean, that's what I, I I'm only can I can only speak for myself. You know, yeah. it's it's you just speak for us because I'm the same way. Okay, yeah. So I don't go to money though when I think in terms of generosity. That's not the first thing that I go to. One of the things that I go to when I hear the word, I go to what does that look like in my own personal life and how that's being played out in my own personal life. And so. Um, when I hear the word generosity, I think about um, the family that I met in Children's Hospital here in Dallas, Texas. Um, you know me, Hugh. I had cancer three times, but two of the times that I had cancer, I had uh, a rare type cancer in my bone, bone marrow cancer, 3% chance of living. And I think about um, battling this rare type uh, cancer in my left leg and the family that was in the hospital room with me because we shared, a, there was a double bed in the room. And my friend, um, her family was just so generous. So she couldn't eat chocolate chip cookies. She could only eat sugar cookies. And so her family would bake chocolate chip cookies for me and sugar cookies for her. And they would bring us both a batch. And the little tin cans, you remember the old school tin cans that you buy at the dollar store? Yeah, you get the, the, the tin cans. So her family would bake these chocolate chip cookies and sit with me doing radiation and chemo time. Wow. So, you know, when I think about, you know, somebody else's family, we're going through battling chemo, radiation, cancer, all the things up at Children's Hospital here in Dallas. And this family bakes me some homemade chocolate chip cookies. And might I add, she threw in a couple that had the almonds in them because that's my favorite. Come on. Yeah, people can send those to me if they just follow at Watson Chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so that's you know that's the that's what I think about when I think about generosity. What do you think about you? I I think you're right that um, when I when I hear the word generosity, uh, it becomes very personal very fast. For yeah, me. and so I do think of I think of faces. I think of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and yes, many of those people have given me or my family, or my, my wife and I, they have been generous with probably one of three things. Yeah. Um, with s- spending time. Yeah. You know, um, or money. Right. Um, or they've, they have some, I, I get, I'll, I'll call it talent. They got yeah. some kind of, some kind of gift that they are, they are gifting to us right or they're you know like um I, i'll never forget when we were we were having our our first child mm-hmm. um y'all got more than one kid <laughs> oh, 
I don't have any announcements to make. I mean, right hey, now. you know, you said my first child. I thought I missed something. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I have future things. Okay, all right, hey, you may know, be going through my mind. Hey, no, hey, hey, I don't know. Holly, does Holly know? I, I, <laughs> man, low key second flip off of the of the podcast. Uh, so, uh, so, anyways. Um, a professional that's in the um, baby business is what I would call it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, offered her advice and she met with us multiple times. And, you know, a lot of when you're having any first in life, you have a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fears, a lot of questions. And, man, she really walked through that um, with us, mm-hmm. didn't charge us, um, but she has a, a unique gift of. She went to school. She learned all of the things. She's helped deliver hundreds of babies. She's mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave us her expertise. Okay. And so, you know, I think um, when it comes to generosity, yes, people do, and you know, think about money, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Because, because you know what? Quite frankly, I think we we need to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Think about our money, but I think. Um, generosity is is not a money issue i think it's a heart issue yeah and um and you know i i think uh that you know um trying to i don't know the the goal isn't to guilt someone into being generous right right the goal i think even of uh, in my mind today if i were saying hey what what's one of the things i'd want people to think about around this conversation of generosity right is the word responsibility mm. because we all have been given right again we started by saying it's not what you have it's what you do with what you have right and right. some of us have more money some right. of us have more talent some of us have more um time Right. It some of us, you know, it's it we all have different, but it's it's saying, okay, what how are you taking responsibility right. for what you have? Right. And to to watch other people take responsibility. Um and you know, yeah, if you have resources, right. What whatever those resources are, but let's say you have money. Resource people shouldn't be constantly looking for loopholes to do less. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think resource people should be looking for opportunities to do more. Right. And a do less mentality is not a generous mentality. A do more mentality to me is the mentality that we are celebrating today. And that's the mentality of saying, okay, I have been resourced. So what can I do with it? Right. And um, I think you, you've heard me talk about this chocolate. I'd let me hear your take on it. Yeah. It's called the consumption. I call it the consumption assumption. Huh. I don't know if I heard you talk about that one. You. Okay. Well, here you go. If it comes to me, it must be for me. Mm. If it comes to me, it must be for me. Mm. Okay. That's and the it, consumption assumption. Tell me what assumption. that means. Well, that means if I get a bonus check, it must mean that I need to spend all the bonus check on me. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Because, you know, we need some breakdown. If I got, if I have a great voice, then that voice must be, mean I need to use that voice for me. Okay. 
if I've been given five hours of free time, then that free time is for me. Okay, okay. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. Okay, so what do you think? The consumption assumption? You buying or selling? <laughs> Man, I think I'm just going to have to go ahead and sell that one because I don't believe in it. You know, I think um, when I think in terms of, you know, if I got it, then it, it must be for me. You know, when I let, let's just let's just take my own personal life. You know, um, starting Redeemed Women. You know, I started Redeemed Women, this nonprofit uh, serving generational poverty um, women of that background. And you know, I do know that 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 starting that was for me to do. It was for me to start that, but reaping the benefit and um, not investing in people. Is not for me. Um, it, it's for me to go and sow seeds and uh, plant seeds and um, to know that I'm the voice for the people that um, I get to walk alongside with, but um, I don't get to just stop right there. And so, yeah, I mean, this one, this is, you know, this, this, this level of generosity, it runs deep. Yeah. Um, because um, I, I just don't believe, and I know you know people gonna disagree. You can disagree with me too. Hey, Q, it's not gonna hurt my feelings, but I just don't believe that when um, when we when we have a certain level of generosity, that we should keep it to ourselves. Right. I don't believe that. Yeah. No, and I um, I got the opportunity to um, hang out with meet and talk to Nancy Lieberman, uh, who is one of the greatest female athletes of all time. She's, right. Um, NBA, WNBA, she's all the things. Right, and, right. Um, and what I didn't know about her story, which I got to find out, was that she was mentored by Muhammad Ali. Oh, wow, Did I didn't know that. I did not know that. And, um, yeah, she grew up in New York and uh, was mentored by him. And, and so we got to um, – me and a bunch of kids got to meet her. Okay. <laughs> and one of the kids asked her a great question. Um, hey Nancy, what's the what's the greatest thing one of your mentors has taught you? So she told the story about Muhammad Ali. Okay. And you know the you know what Muhammad Ali, what she said was the greatest thing Muhammad Ali ever taught her. What? There are two types of people in this world. Okay. Givers and takers. Wow. Yeah. And she, that's deep. And she said that he looked at her and said, "Which one are you gonna be?" Mm. And when when I think about that story, that's what kind of gets me into the generosity mindset right and into the mindset of saying hey the, it, it kind of does boil down to um which camp am i gonna fall in right right am i am i going to look at the job opportunity i've been given right or the talent i've been given or the family that i was born into or right. the friends that I have. Am I going to look at all of those things, all the, uh, the education I was afforded, all of those things and think that's all for me? Right, right. And take it all for me. Right. Or am I going to look at the, all those things and say, hey, how can I um, do more with these opportunities? Yeah. What can I? Yeah, and I just even love, even like what you said, just with all the talent, all the gifts, you know, colleges and you know, all of those things. But, you know, you take somebody like me and my story and my background that have not been given, you know, um, a lot of opportunity, didn't grow up with a lot of money, um, you know, um, 
you know, I consider myself educated, but what people don't know is I'm actually self-taught educated. Um, And I've been to some college, but I'm more so self-taught educated. And so when I think about people like me that, um, you know, that come from that, you know, and I still, you know, find a way to be generous. And and that's that's rare. A lot of people don't do that, you know, because it it's easy for me to be the victim and say, well, you know, I've been through X, Y, and Z, so why am I gonna give X, Y, and Z to anybody? Right. Um. And so when you th- when you take these two different stories that we have just right here, I mean, imagine what some of our listeners are 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 hearing for their own lives and just saying. Well, you know, I've been given X, Y, and Z, or they could be the one like me that I haven't been given nothing. So now when I get, I'm keeping it all, Yeah. you know. Um, what motivates you to give? Man, you know, I just always go back to um, just, you know, one of the things I think about is the gospel. You know, um, I, I believe in this, in this, in this God that we serve, and I believe that um, that Jesus was a very generous person. And um, I believe that um, that I cannot earn it and I cannot work for it. And he shows me that every day in my own personal life. And so, I mean, it's so clear that if that's what's been shown to me, then I got to be that person. Yeah. Um, and because I believe wholeheartedly in that, that I'm going to live my life that way as much as I can. Don't get me wrong, I fall short. But as much as I can, I have a great example that has went before me and so I just followed the example that I saw before me, and I choose to stand on that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, in um, in Jesus' world, uh, there was this Jewish axiom called tikkun olam, which means to fix what is broken. Mm. And uh, in the in in his culture, he would have given his life, and his talents, and his money, and his time to help fix what was broken yeah. and what was broken was the world yeah and and humanity and so he, he he was a great example to follow that's that's a great word that you gave us there um okay so i wrote i wrote this down there every everyone owns whatever you whatever you have if it's if it's a really small like you know it's just inside of you yeah or if you have a lot outside of you and inside of you. Right. Everything you own can be a tool that can be used. Mm. And uh, and I started thinking about it. These are all temporary tools. Yeah. That yeah. can be used for eternal good. Hmm. Okay. So I can think about leveraging the education or the money or the relationships that I have to have an impact beyond my life. Okay. All right. Or I could think, Hey, let me just use what I got to get as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so anyways, I think, uh, that the idea of being generous matters beyond us Mm, i agree and it um and even i mean you said it uh jesus was generous and it matters to you now even today yeah thousands of years later yeah and uh and so and i think um you know even being at this podcast right now 
we're here because of the generosity of others. Yeah, we really are. You know, I didn't buy these microphones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, Man, and, thank you, others. Yes. <laughs> well, and and um, and there's like a guy behind the scenes that's that's mixing this for us. Yeah. I mean, me and you aren't mixing this. Yeah, yeah, man. I would be in trouble if we had to mix this, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people don't know about Paul. No, nah, they the don't. Guy. This guy's got a lot of talent. A lot of talent. Yeah, he's behind. Man, you know what? Okay, I just got to say this, man. <laughs> you. Yeah. Behind the scenes, people don't get enough credit. No, they don't. That's another topic for another day. But, man, what would we do without those behind the scenes people? All right, there's that. Yeah, well, but that's the... That's what we're talking about. Yeah. We we wouldn't be in positions that we're in. Yeah. Without the generosity. Yeah. Of behind the scenes people. Yeah. Of all of all kinds of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And um and I think that we'd benefit from that. So um I I think the challenge today, if I'm hearing it right, mm -hmm. is not to focus on what you have or what you don't have mm -hmm. or what, you know, how much money you have or how much you don't have is to focus on what you're doing with what you do. Have. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're hearing? I am hearing that. And I, and I just would even add that again, what does generosity look like to you? It's good. Yeah. I would add that. That's good. And you know, even taking notes, see people fail to realize, you know, we got to go back to the old school day of pulling that pen and paper and writing down you know, uh, notes and ideas and thoughts and what does generosity look like to me now and what do I want generosity to look like to me? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think um, I think it, 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 it is going to flesh out differently for different people. Yeah. Um, certainly today, though, we want to challenge people. Right. To have that, okay, are you having a generous mindset today? Yeah, today. Even. right now yeah right now and are you are you leveraging what you have yeah are you are you thinking about what you have and how you can leverage that to influence others to bless others to um, pour into your community hope and life and all the things yeah yeah i love it man that's good stuff Chaka. So, so good man and i just man generosity what are we doing with it today? So, friends, thank you for joining the Chocolate and Vanilla Podcast. Tune in Tuesdays. Make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Watson Chocolate and at Hugh Breland. And come back next time because we will disrupt your day in a good way. Go.